I would define a sex toy as a external device because I mean, we, my fingers could be sex toys, my mouth could be a sex toy, your cock could be a sex toy, a lot, of, yeah, the couch could be a sex toy. But I think in the world of sex toys, it's some sort of like external device. I would say apparatus, but that doesn't sound sexy. And something that we utilize for pleasure. It doesn't have to go inside of you. It can be external, internal. It can go in your ass. What about a pleasure enhancement tool? That sounds really Can we long. go with that? Ooh, it's a pet. Pleasure enhancement tool. P-E-T. Yeah, it's a pet. A pet okay? <laughs> but not your animal. And it doesn't have uh, <laughs> lungs or a brain to breathe. It's just a pleasure enhancement tool. Ooh, let's bring that in. Trademark, okay. no one take it. Yes, it's ours. That's yeah. it. Done. Done. Yeah. Man Up Podcast, the doctor's guide to men's health. Each week on our podcast, we interview the top specialists of the field on various topics in men's health. You have questions that you are too afraid to ask. We have the answers. This week, our episode is titled, Sex Toys Are Us, Incorporating Sex Toys in the Bedroom with the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Kevin Chun. I'm joined as always with my co-host, Dr. Justin Dubin. Justin, happy Easter to you, buddy. Happy Passover to you. <laughs> Easter Passover, you know? You know, you know, we're all celebrating something, something in the last week. This is coming out, obviously, after Passover, after Easter. Um, but, you know, uh, congratulations to everyone. It was a good holiday it, run. You know, it was a good holiday run. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's, it's. You know what do you what do you mainly do during this time period? I just I just want to know because you know I'll I'll be honest like you know Asian family we really don't you know we kind of you know we recognize we we observe and all that stuff but we, you know besides going around grabbing the eggs from the you know out in the yard and all that stuff there's nothing else that we really do. How about you? What, what do you guys do? I mean, I just had Passover dinner at a friend's place. Um, and then this is, we're recording this on the Thursday. Right. So we just finished Passover dinner the night before I, um, had Passover dinner with my grandpa and Boca and my family. So, uh, you know, it's just a lot of eating. I love Passover, great food, matzo ball soup, I love ultimate soup. comfort food for me. It's great. You know, you have a little brisket, you have a little chicken, matzo. It hits, man. It works every time. I love it. So it's one of my favorite of the Jewish holidays, you know, Easter, I don't, I don't do anything. I just, you know, another day, day for me, but sounds like you're enjoying, are you going to, is your son going to do some Easter egg hunting? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to try to get that set up, you know, uh, but you know, he doesn't understand the rules or really understand what's going on. It's just, it's just <laughs> running around the yard kind of thing, you know, just running around the yard, you know, oh, just pass yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like you just throw a ball. You're like, oh, just go, just go get it. It's fine. Son, dog, it's all, it's all the same thing, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Anyways, anyway. on, a, on a, you know, well, this this week's episode uh, was awesome. I, I, a completely different note. Completely no, different we were just note. Completely talking no. about religion. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, this, this week's episode um, is awesome. We, we were joined by uh, some awesome guests. Um, they have their own podcast. Uh, Justin, why don't you kind of introduce them, kind of tell them, you know, who came on our podcast? 
Yeah, so uh, this week we uh, had some really special guests. We had the Shameless Sex Girls on, uh, Amy Baldwin and April Lampert. Um, They're the co-hosts of the Shameless Sex Podcast, a podcast that really inspires and radical self-love, sexual empowerment, and and shame-free intimacy. It's really one of the most popular podcasts in the world, actually. Um, And beyond hosting the podcast, they're both incredibly knowledgeable in the sexual pleasure and sex toys industry. Amy was voted the 2022 Sexpert of the Year and is a sex and relationship coach. And April is the vice president of Hot Octopus, a pleasure product company, and was previously voted Woman of the Year in Pleasure Products. So we brought in the sex birds mm. uh, to talk about sex toys. Now, sex toys it's, is such an interesting concept because I think a lot of guys think that when they think of sex toys, they only think of like dildos and sex toys for women. But as we will learn, there are a lot of good, fun sex toys for men. But we actually work with them in a medical uh, way, and, and we talk about that too. Yeah, and, and, and one of the also things that we talk about is how, you know, I will, I will maybe, maybe speak on behalf of a lot of guys, but there's some taboo that kind of surrounds sex toys, right? Yeah. Justin, and so, you know, that's one of the things we talk about. And, and you put, you know, you touch on a really good point like sex toys use in the medical community. That's kind of more of a thing that is being, you know, talked about and, you know, improving quality of life, improving, you know, relationships. Um, and, and that's a lot of things that we explore in this episode. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to go back to an analogy I made in the podcast. You can almost in many ways see a lot of these toys increasing your sexual pleasure as a Viagra or a Cialis where you're kind of enhancing your sexual experience. You know, we talk about cock rings, we talk about constriction bands, vacuum erection devices. Uh, we go into other, other vibratory toys. Um, and, uh, it's a really insightful thing. And, and, and if you're out there and you're trying to explore new fun things, I think this is a great episode for yeah, you. You know, we- I mean, I learned a lot. I know Justin learned a lot. And there's just a whole array of them. It, just like how Justin said to be in, you know, like, yeah. you know, most guys will think like, all right, dildo and whatever, whatever the women are using. But there's a whole array. There's a whole array. Justin and I had a lot of experience in training with cock rings. But, uh, you know, using the right way, as we'll learn in this episode, they can be used right and used for, you know, used for pleasure. Right. And, and, you know, it, all these things, it's important to use them thoughtfully and, and use them considerately, considerate of yourself, considerate of your partner, consensually. These right. are all important, important, important ideas. But in general, I think you're going to have a lot of fun with, with this episode because let's be honest, th- these girls are great. I've been on their podcast uh, twice already. It was about time they came on ours. And I know Kevin and I were hoping to go. We're planning to go back on their podcast as well, but they're just awesome people. They've become really good friends of mine, and uh, I think we should just get into it at this point. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Sounds good. Let's jump into it. As doctors, you can usually find us in scrubs, but when we're done, we still want to wind down in nice, comfortable pair of clothing. Luckily, we found Cozy Earth Loungewear, designed with soft, durable, temperature-regulating bamboo viscose. It is the most comfortable clothing we have ever worn. The matching men's joggers with the pullover crew have become our go-to outfits for travel. 
We love Cozy Earth so much that we've teamed up for an exclusive offer for our listeners. That's right. You get up to 35% off the entire site when you use the code MANUP. So if you're like us and want comfortable, stylish clothing, check out Cozy Earth and use our promo code MANUP. All right. So let's get this party started. So we're going to jump into our first question for Amy and April here. So first question for all our guys listening, what is a sex toy and what kind of sex toys are there? What is a sex toy? I don't know. We, we can't answer that. I'm just, oh. I've never seen one before. I, 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 what's a sex toy, April? I don't really know I'm what so a sex scared. toy is. I'm scared. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would define a sex toy as a um, uh, external device because, I mean, we, my fingers could be sex toys. My mouth could be a sex toy. Your pocket could point. be a sex a toy. A lot of, yeah. The couch could be a sex toy. But I think in the world of sex toys, it's some sort of like external device. Um, I would say apparatus, but that doesn't sound sexy. Uh, and something that we utilize for pleasure. It doesn't have to go inside of you. It can be external, internal. It can go in your ass. What about uh, a pleasure enhancement tool? Oh, I like that. Can we go with I that? I like that. I like that. Pleasure Ooh, it's a tool. pet. Pleasure enhancement tool. P-E-T. Yeah, it's a pet. <laughs> that's, that's good, but not your animal. And it doesn't have uh, <laughs> lungs or a brain to breathe. It's that's just a pleasure enhancement tool. Ooh, let's bring that in. Okay, Trademark. and no like, there's like, yes. ours. there's that's like it. a done, million done, different yeah. kinds, right? Is there is it broken down into categories of some kind, you know, just for, for guys to understand, you know, they walk into a store like, I want this kind or this kind or this kind or this kind? Absolutely. Uh, and it's a great question because people sometimes get confused if they walk through a sex shop and things are lumped together by brand. Because when you're shopping for things, there's toys for penis right. owners, right? So yeah. uh, this is the Man Up podcast, so toys <laughs> for men. Uh, but we try to keep it non-gendered as often as we can. So toys for penis owners, toys for vulva owners. So that can be internal or external. Uh, then there's toys for people that have butts pretty so much everyone. That's everyone everyone just that's in case you're wondering that's a lot and then there's also categories within the category so subcategories so you could have in the vulva toy category you could have g-spot toys you could have um toys that are uh for dilation and then you also go into toys for couples right so couples typically meaning like i have a penis owning uh person with a vulva owning person that come together and want to experience a sex toy together and then there's what bdsm and BDSM, kink, kink stuff yeah and then in the conk the cock world you know we have what is known as the yes. pussy you know but like that so a masturbator though it's like, like the that. flashlight yeah. yes the yeah. flashlight the I might own one or two, Kevin. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm just smiling. I'm just smiling. That's just smiling. Well, but even within that, and we can, I mean, we will let you all ask the, the questions. But within that world, and then there's also cock rings. We know the, very I mean, well about cock prostate rings. Prostate toys. There's so many ways to see. Yeah, we, we know a lot about cock yes. rings. Oh, we yeah, you do. Yeah, you would. Cock rings. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. emergency situations, so but you know, they, they can be, yeah. as long as they're used right, they can, they, they, they get they're caught, very you know, good, for, they're good pleasure. for pleasure and stuff. Yeah. So. They're so, they're good for couples play and for solo play. Then, then there's also subcategories with, within lube because lube always has its own section when you, when you shop, right? There's water-based. The water exactly. Yeah. The, the right. oil-based. And then there's, yeah. Oh, dildos that don't even dildos, vibrate. So dildos, people are like, oh, this dildo I had. Typically a dildo is Correct. a phallus of right. some sort, right? Insertable. And it's insertable. It could have a suction cup. So that is an 
typically a vibrating apparatus. It can have a small vibrator. Uh, but then there's also harnesses. So strap on gear. If people want to uh, wear something to penetrate or help them penetrate, uh, that's another um, subcategory. And, and then we have sexual wellness, like uh, Kegel or Kegel. We say both tomato, tomato. Um, mm. So the, things like that for strengthening the pelvic floor, usually for vulva owners, although there are some cock versions of that, but mm -hmm. usually done anally. Uh, and yeah, there's, it's just, it's, and then there's yeah. the pumps, the pumps, the pumps. you I want, want to pump. get pumped, like, <laughs> because they're penises. Uh, some folks want to either elongate or do some things with their, right. with their cocks and, and penis pumps is they're not necessarily for pleasure. Um, we can't speak for all humans, but they're a, a, a device that you can use to Someone's uh, to help that. with the blood flow situation. <laughs> so, uh, that wouldn't be something that you go to for pleasure, but you could go to that for other, other aesthetic reasons if you'd like. <laughs> all right. So that was a really great answer. Obviously there are so many kinds of sex toys, but I think for a lot of guys, what they don't understand is that when, when guys think about sex toys, they often think about solo play and, and you obviously alluded to it mm -hmm. in a big way here that sex toys doesn't mean just self-pleasure. This is a, a thing that you can do as a, as a couple as well. Can you kind of just, um, give us an example of like, what situations are there specific situations are, or, or is it just, you know, for whoever wants to, to get more aroused and get stimulated, you know, who's a good person to use a sex toy, you know, as a, in couple play. A candidate. Most people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone that's Everyone. over the age of 18, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> Legalities say over the age of 18. So Amy, what do you think? So I think that, again, as I said most people, um, and we think of sex toys as a bonus or something that enhances things. So, and, and there are some people that have a hard time having an orgasm or feeling right. pleasure. And also sex toys can really help to warm your body up, right. relax your body, which is really important for sex. Warming and relaxing is very important. I'm not talking about like temperature warming, although that could be nice too, but we're talking about like your body, your arousal is going, the blood's flowing. And so sex toys can be really helpful for that. So if you're having challenges with that, but also if you just want to spice things up uh, and add a new newness or a bonus or a sense of variety, maybe you've been having some really awesome sex and it's been the same sex for like two or three or five or 20 years and you want to add, add some sort of variety to that something different than what you've been trying you know maybe it's a fast lane type of variety where you're trying a new sex toy, or maybe it's just trying a new sex toy it feels exciting to you you know like what is your thing about the uh, the cars like you walk to work or well yeah. this is the thing it's 2023 when we're recording this podcast and i when people i specifically uh have been the vp of a predominantly penis toy oriented manufacturer and we make high-end sex devices for penis owners. Apparatus. Um, yeah, apparatus. <laughs> and what I say because people a lot of, of a lot of dudes, when I tell them that I work for this company, Hot Octopus, it's awesome, great product, sexy. But they're like, why would I need a sex toy when I have Rosie Palm here, my hand? Exactly. Right? That's what a lot of guys and, think. Yeah. And I'm like Right. I would and say that's, that's about like 90% yes, yeah, of guys. Right. Exactly. Right. So, like I'm good. So Bye -bye. what I say, the, the, the thing is, and this is also true for, for women out there, Volvo owners, uh, you can walk everywhere, right? You can walk everywhere and it's nice. You can get a nice pair of kicks and get there eventually. However, if you have a, a, a nice car, a nice ride to take you, you can get there in style with ease and it can make the journey a lot more pleasurable. 
and I'm it sold. is. <laughs> so why not jump you in know, your Kevin's ride and, and, and let it take you? For a couple of years, like oh, like ten plus oh, years now. Yes. I'm just saying, you know. So like the question of like who need who could you who should try sex toys? That is like I mean for Shameless Sex podcast, our number one demographic are people in long term relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're in the new fresh relationship, the walk sounds nice, you're right? Like, I don't need those. Yeah, yeah. we're good. You know, it's all new and spicy. But when we hit a point of, and not even just that though. Like I mean, I'm someone that will bring sex stories in from day one. I'm like, well, let's bring Me out the sex too. Um, and and then also six months two years in, I'll be like, let's try new ones and new ones and new ones. And same with April. And I think the long-term relationship folks, um, sex toys can be, there's so many ways to spice up a sex life. It doesn't have to be with sex toys. There's like, you know, millions of options. Um, and sex toys are really wonderful, easy, sexy. And they're accessible. Way. They don't take a lot of creativity or imagination. You're just getting a, a box full of different items and trying each one out to see what benefits your situation and your situation sex like sex and your your hormones all of it you you both are doctors you know, know. your doctors yeah. things change in mm. your body so oh, yeah. why not give yourself the opportunity to experience pleasure even if your hand isn't working anymore like it used to why not try something else maybe try a prostate massager or try a cock ring that you could throw on your your either your shaft or your shaft and your balls that are going to help mm -hmm. maybe help hold the blood flow a little bit longer. So you have some longevity or it adds vibration. So as you're riding and grinding with your, mm. with your partner, your wife, Kevin, or whoever <laughs> is involved, no judgment. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, but you could, you could also help them orgasm or, feel pleasure because it's not always about orgasm, but feel pleasure as right. uh, you're in your experience. No, I think it's a great point. So wait, go uh, ahead, Kev. So wait, wait, I, I want, on that note. So let's say you well, just asking for some, friends yeah, here, yeah. you know, let's say you get uh, a couple, they don't really, you know, they don't use sex toys. It's a little bit overwhelming. You know, we, we just talked about all these different types of sex toys. So from your girl's perspective, like what's a good one to maybe kind of introduce, kind of start off, maybe like a gateway kind of sex toy. Right. So we're talking about specifically for couples to use, not like for a vulva owner or woman. Yeah, just or for couples. Just couples. for couples. Yes. yes. I mean, so I... The anal fisting <laughs> want... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the biggest anal fisting toy you could possibly find. Uh, yes. And it vibrates and also just, you know, does all the things. Yeah. It, yeah. It squirts on, on demand. Get the robot. The yeah. giant doll. <laughs> sex doll. That, that's yeah. $20,000 for kid. your home. We're, we're kidding, everyone. Nope, nope, everyone. That's our, that's our sarcasm, we're silly. okay? Yeah, sorry. I, so I would suggest so i mean it depends but for a lot of people who are new to sex toys so let's let's take for example a heterosexual couple yeah. or like a vulva owner with a penis right. owner okay that's probably your primary demographic um so for a lot of those folks uh and they want to bring in something that's a little scary and edgy going right for the penetration toy or for a toy that is internal and external speaking to like mostly vulvas penetrating vulvas can be a lot even some of our favorite couples toys like the we vibe which is a kind of a c-ring that clips in to the vaginal canal and vibrates around the g spot g area and then comes out and has another vibrator for the clitoris could be a lot for people who are brand new so more so like finger vibrators bullets hot octopus makes like the digit which is something you can wear in your fingers it's like a finger ring vibrator An extension of your body Ooh. and it doesn't look scary or and it's it's easy to navigate and you can kind of play with these things and they have multiple speeds that's a good 
place to start too because when you have multiple speeds you can really see what your body likes if you're new to it but something that's easy to maneuver and navigate and especially if it looks like cool jewelry like the digital that isn't scary either because people can get freaked out if the shape is overly aggressive or yes, yeah, sexualized. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or it's, it looks like oh my god that's a porn star's pussy right now i don't want my partner to know that i use that or oh that looks like a Don Holmes. Yeah, it's a, it's got a huge. It's a twelve incher. That's four inch girth and and veins. I don't. I, Not I everyone's don't, into that. Everyone no, when we no. say that. By the way. <laughs> me included. So yeah, if me you, too. But, but when people go down that rabbit hole of what sex toy to to look for, I would say get something that they're so beautiful. Sex toys can actually they're, they're they look like a piece of art a lot of times. These they look these sexy. Days. They and legitimately look sexy. They're, they're sexy. sleek. You know, totally. they're very. There's some very very approachable devices that are small, they're cute, they have like all these little things. And, and, and it's amazing with the technology that we also have today with, that we can really advance this stuff. But I think it's really interesting. And, and you oh, bring yeah. up a great point, you know, in the older population, I, I, don't, I can speak for in Miami, most of the guys that I see who use sex toys, and I, I always try to bring it up, I, I always ask, you know, in the bedroom, what they're asked, what they're using, or what, what other devices, if they're they're having, you know, intimacy problems. And it's always the guys who are in these relationships for 10, 20 years, the guys that, you know, are walking down the street and you're like, that's the guy using the sex toy. So, I mean, it's a really good point. And I think that a lot of those guys, um, they have no shame about doing, about talking about these things because you're right. it, It does step up the relationship in many ways. And, and that kind of brings me to my next question here, which is, you know, I think a lot of listeners who haven't used sex toys in the past, a lot of them are intimidated by them because of this idea that, you know, am I not good enough on my own for my partner? And obviously you've mentioned it as an enhancement tool, but how do you know, how can you help, or even if their, their partners are listening to this, how can you help them kind of overcome that stigma and that idea that, you know, Oh, let me introduce a sex toy. It's not because, you know, I can't help. I can't get you off, but let's just change it up a little bit. Here's one thing. And thank you, Justin, for saying that, because what happens, I've had a lot of really good friends that I had no idea had shame around bringing sex toys into their relationships. They've been married. They have two kids or three kids. And they're like, my husband won't let me use a sex toy. And for me, that's so interesting because I've, I've worked with and around sex toys for since 2008 for for many years and i surrounded by for, dildos right i forget hey, that we're surrounded by dicks it's okay ours are silicone generally but that's what yeah which i love dicks so if i get all day long like i love them i'm happy that everyone here agrees because the my the whole mission for for sex toys isn't to take away the human interaction or aspect of relational exchanges and intimacy and the connection there's nothing like flesh right to to um not for everyone i'm speaking to the folks that maybe are curious and um maybe they are reaching this point in their in their sex life where they're wondering what else could be um, helpful. And it's so my message to all of those 
usually women that have said like, my husband would never let me have a sex toy. First of all, I'm like, letting you do anything is interesting. Like, let's talk about consent. But the other piece is, what if it's something that can enhance your situation? And we've used mm -hmm. enhance as a buzzword right. a couple of times, but what if it improves your experience together? It's not something that you're going to get addicted to and he's going to find you wanking in the bathroom at and two in the morning. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. that. You forgot about me. And you're calling your sex toy on the weekends. Like, Hey, babe, <laughs> how you? like you get, you just can't get away from it. You're addicted. You don't come out of the bathroom for months at a time because you just love your sex toy so much. But you have but to kind of like, hide it. What about if you reframe it, reframe the shame because it is shame. It's shaming to have ideas that the sex toy could take away from your experience. I think like if you're in, in, especially if you're in a partnership and it feels that wrong to, to use something that, that you want to use that gives you yeah, pleasure. Yeah. That gives you pleasure. And there's no rules when, well, there's consent, but there's no rules. If, if your right. orgasm is going to be, uh, brought out by some, by adding this very, I mean, beautiful or, or maybe it's naughty, uh, device, like more power to you. So what, why not? Well, and one of the things we say we here often is, is pleasure is pleasure. So, yeah. right, so why are we so concerned when our partner has pleasure? Of course, if they're fucking someone else and you're not non-monogamous, then maybe you're going to have an That's issue with that. That's just not cool. But yeah, but if they're having a pleasure from a sex toy, whether it's a masturbator, a vibrator, an anal toy, you know, like, oh, today, hey, honey, today I just massage my own ass with, I don't know, some, whatever toy they're doing. Like, why is that personal to you? And Because you weren't a part of it? Because all of a sudden you're not, not good enough? that's something for that person to look at i think now if they're hiding it they're lying it's a thing that right. they're doing 20 times a day they're doing it with other people and they're not going like, to work yeah. anymore they're, yeah. or their their kids are starving and they're just, <laughs> yeah. wanking, just wanking away <laughs> then, then, then you have something to talk about and i think and that someone said, find Justin, that device that's a great sex toy we should all know what that sex toy i know <laughs> I, and it was made by shameless sex <laughs> yes, yes, yes yes and, and i think what you said justin though you said you i think that i heard this right that some of your um the older folks yes. that you work with they're more comfortable sex toys, and this is a great opportunity to listen to them because we do see that it's the younger generations 18 and up of course that are still figuring out how to be comfortable with this and often when you go into places like sex parties or kink communities or even with sex toys or people who are really outspoken and outgoing they are 30 40 and 50 and like out and proud because they finally stopped caring about like, why the fuck did I care so much before about this thing? It's, it gives or pleasure. Why was I ewing something yeah. that was yummy? Yeah. Listen to your elders. <laughs> Even if they're only five minutes older than you. I really loved how you guys actually, you know, describing it, the sex toy as an enhancement tool. And I think that from a urologist standpoint, when we think about it, it's almost like another form of Viagra or Cialis, right? Some guys are oh, scared to try Viagra point. or Cialis because they're worried they may be addicted to it or it's, you know, dependent. they're or dependent or it's they, not they, really them, but it's going to enhance the experience for them, for their partner. So it's, it's just one of those things. Kev, do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, absolutely. I, it, these guys always come in and they're always like, Hey, yeah, I'm, scared to use the Cialis and use scared to use the Viagra. I think it's the same thing. And I don't know if for guys, maybe like, is there a stigma maybe against using sex toys? I don't know. Like, you know, maybe. And I, you know, I think that's something that a barrier that we need to break down, you know? There's definitely, I think a stigma 
there is there something probably, wrong with me yeah. that's right. what i think a or lot of i folks, shouldn't need this right why do i need this what is or is there something wrong in my relationship or if you're single is there something wrong with me why can't i figure it out on my own that can happen with vulva owning humans too oh, it's, often it's yeah. yes it's not it's not just it, i i have that problem sometimes i'm not going to call it a problem but shame-free admission is that sometimes I wonder if I can get off with just my hand because I love my vibrators so much and I'll try and it won't happen because I'm so in love with my the vibration <laughs> of my wand. The nemesis. I'm like, it feels great. Well, Why do I want to change it up? I like the reframe of it being like Viagra and Cialis. And, but, and then I think there's separate issues, right? Or, or ways of perspectives right. because some people just right. are not into pharmaceuticals. You know, they're like, Correct. I don't want to take a thing, but they yeah. might also be, but there are some people who are fine taking the thing but not using sex toys. So, I mean, it just everyone has their opinions on it. But if we can get over this idea of how things should be and more set on what actually works for you individually is still consensual and feels really good for you and your partners why why question it can i bring up since you both are doctors one other piece that yeah. i think is important to ask you uh so cialis and viagra they can be a little bit con conflicting of a, a a conflicted pharmaceutical to take if you're on certain medications like a heart medication or mm -hmm. uh certain maybe some ssri situation that could be hard on your body or your heart or your certain organs so a sex toy would be considered safer than something than popping a cialis or a viagra and perhaps maybe a sex toy is more long term and more affordable because if folks can't afford a viagra or a cialis prescription that also is something to consider what do you all think about that Kev, you want to take that or you want me to take that first? Uh, I'll give a little input. I mean, look, okay. so, so, some guys, so some guys, you know, like, you know, they, they got all these medical conditions going on that, you know, unfortunately, a sex toy is not going to get them up. So the Cialis Viagra will get them their blood flow and all the stuff that they need. Um, but, yeah, no, I think there are definitely some guys who are probably trying to find ways to enhance, which is good. But they think that Cialis and Viagra is the answer when probably their blood flow is normal, right, Justin? What do you think? Yeah, well, I, I think it's a combination of things. Like, for most of the time, Cialis Viagra is very, very safe. You know, antidepressants, you can take, absolutely take it with antidepressants. The, the really, the only real medication you worry about are, like, the nitrates, where you have, like, nitroglycerin under your tongue, where you have, like... You've had a heart, heart attack. If you've, point, like, had a heart attack. You know, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not the medication that causes the problem. It's actually the sex. So, like, you know, we're, you know, if you're not cleared for sex, you probably shouldn't be. That's the reason why we're not giving you Viagra or Salus or you're taking that medication. So, you know, that's what you have to be conscious of. But at the same time, there's no reason you can't use both. You can't use Viagra and Cialis and a sex toy. And that brings me kind of to this next topic, I think, that we, we should talk about when we're talking about, you know, this idea of man up, like, cock rings, I think are, are very important mm. to discuss because Kevin and I, you know, I have we've a lot seen of, a number of them. yeah, we've seen a lot of things go wrong <laughs> with cock rings. Um, but yeah. I've also referred a lot of my patients to get cock rings, vacuum erection devices. These are very good things can, that can help your erection. Mm -hmm. If Viagra or Cialis isn't getting you there, um, and you don't want to do anything else. So you're right. Now, I, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about cock rings? We'll tell you about our experience with cock rings too. 
Okay, I'll open with Amy is a sex educator that is going to help you all understand some pieces about cock rings. But I want to in, in just before I want to intro Amy because she is uh introduced me to cock rings and that's why i'm like thank you you did um and you you were my gateway drug amy with the cock rings and (laughs) what i understood because i i never as as a woman that dates men i never understood the concept of oh a cock ring can actually benefit me because there's vibrators attached to some of them holy shit that's awesome and speaking from the sense of if you want something simple not around your balls and your shaft there are cock rings that are simple that you can just put around your shaft Mm -hmm. that you don't even you definitely want an erection eventually but you can just if you're a beginner, you can just throw that on your flaccid unit until it has some uh, blood flow. And then when you're penetrating someone, whether it's vaginally or anally, you can actually uh, feel the vibration in your bits and then they can feel that as um, they're being penetrated. Now there's non-vibrating cock rings, which is what I want Amy to talk about, but I have a recommendation after you talk about all the benefits, Amy, because I want to talk about Adam. Is it metal or stainless steel for beginners? Totally, no. right? No. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, so, thank God. T- uh, typically, as my, <laughs> yes, thank God. We're not going to say that. Uh, my under that's in the same category as people putting things in their asses that shouldn't go in their correct, asses, like correct. Um, a big bottle have a base or a, yeah. a bottle of toy ketchup. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, a little and tiny bullet vibrator with no stopper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So cock rings. I just don't want it. Yes. No. Yeah. They've seen it. They don't want. Yeah. It's but a they great won't shame X-ray you. though. It's yeah. a great X-ray. Yeah, Our like, ER friend told us about somebody putting a Tabasco bottle, uh, their bum, but open. no cap. Oh no, cap. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. People live in dangerous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Up. Uh, yeah. So with cock rings, my understanding of cock rings, and I don't have a cock, but I've played with plenty of people that have worn cock rings. Uh, and sold a lot in my many years as April's been involved too in the sex toy industry, um, meaning at a sex shop that I owned with my mom. Uh, so my understanding is there's multiple purposes for cock rings, like April said. So it can create, create like kind of more, keep the blood there to create a stronger, mm-hmm. firmer erection. That can That's also right. feel nice, the like constriction feeling. Mm-hmm. And as April said, the vibrator. Uh, but for, if you ever to give like a general way of choosing a cock ring or, and using a cock ring, especially if you're new, would be one, if you want the stronger, firmer erection thing, you definitely want to involve your balls in it, meaning like the testicles that are going to go inside of it. So the whole package is eventually on the outside of the cock ring. Don't start with metal. And if you started with a firmer material, make sure it still has some bend to it so you can take it off and not go to the doctors. Um, and I wouldn't mean to scare you, but metal and firmer things are designed for people who really understand the exact length. You or need to know the circumference you need, of yeah. your cock. You have this down as, as an art. I, I hate, I just, I'm going to say, I hate metal. Kevin hates metal. We don't like very strong things because we have sawed them off people's yep. penises yeah. Yeah. many times. Yeah. So go back. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. Just don't. hundred percent agree. Our with that. stance like, is never use metal. PSA. Never use right. very, uh, never we, use hard, like, thick things. Unless you're experienced. Yeah. Well, we, and, and we like right. metal for like anal toys with a very safe plug. Metal can be a really great material for it. Like the enjoy brand. There's some really great metal G spotters because you can't lose it all and get it stuck mm-hmm. all up in the vagina or the pussy. Uh, but when it comes to the cock, that's a different story and anal, everything needs a flange. But anyway, so you want something that, and, and April said, you know, putting on when you're soft, cause it's really hard to put something on when you're hard. Ha ha. You see what I did there? Um, so, but if you have a little bit of blood flow to flow to start and then some people don't get blood flow, but then I, I, my, and maybe you all can correct me if you don't get any blood flow at all. And it's pretty much impossible, really hard to do. 
I would never recommend a cock ring to someone. I think you need to get a little bit of blood flow in there, like some sort of something. Yeah. And it could be very yeah. minuscule, but you, there's some sort of movement of engorgement and arousal and blood flow. Then you, And when you have a little bit, then you can put the cock ring on around the balls first, then the cock. When your cock is completely flaccid not as com- well. Not or well, completely or like a little bit of blood flow. There could be a little, little a something. A tiny bit. But you put yeah. each, don't, you would put each ball, testicle ball, in first and then yeah, put the ball, rest ball, of your bits cock. in. Ball, 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 I like that yeah. direction. Ball, yeah. ball, cock. Unless yeah. you have one ball, then ball, cock. Ball, cock, cock. Not ball, cock, ball. You don't want yeah. a ball sandwich. <laughs> no, no. And, yeah, <laughs> and so doing that and then once you get more blood flow, then it can keep it there. And if you have a vibrator, like April said, it can enhance the stimulation or the experience for your partner or for you and there's so many different ones there's ones also press up in the the perineum the perineum the perineum the taint the kundalini the taint. case but the gooch the taint, on the, the east coast the, the abc the nacho yeah. and that can oh, yeah. feel nice oh the nacho i'm gonna use nacho balls nacho s nacho <laughs> that's it yeah nacho s i love that like what, what if it what what if it uh, well no it never is it's just mine okay um anyway so that's a couple of different things i so if you're not going with a vibrating toy a softer but i'm not saying soft like uh super stretchy soft it has a little stretch but a softer yet firm silicone toy for or cock ring is fabulous and if you want to add vibrations to it then that enhances things even more but it has a little room to give but it's still tight and not scary tight but this yeah. is the thing so because sorry justin let me say because i'm passionate about this particular thing it'll be real quick because i helped design the cock ring that our company makes hot octopus makes it's called atom plus because it has all of the cock rings that i you, i have I think 14 high end, low end, all the ends. Right. And Under your bed. I felt like all of them were designed by dudes. And I'm like, yo, the clitoris doesn't need like little bunny ticklers that are like kind of hair pullers, if you will, or perineum stimulators that are, that are spreading the ass cheeks apart when they're on properly that aren't ergonomic at all. So the Adam plus it's stretchy and, it, and then it has two motors. So it gives you perineum pressure and it gives you the, the, that while well, you can get some testicle vibration because we have a lower motor and then you have the the shaft and then it puts constriction when the blood flow starts in the, in the bits in the unit in your treasure whatever you want to call them cack and wools so uh <laughs> when you're penetrating the person like when i'm being penetrated with it you can ride on it it has like a an external portion to perfectly hit any i think almost 95% of vulva owners can receive because of all of the wow. nerve endings that are on the clitoris and it it becomes an extension of your body. It's not bulky. It's smooth. And so I think that if you want to have a couple's toy before you try something that is insertable, so your partner's wearing some insertable vibe, try a cock ring. And we have a basic version called the Atom. But that one I helped design because I felt that no cock rings thought about women's bodies when uh, they were on a cock. And they were not cute looking either. This one's pretty. That's great. And I think, I think, I think I want to explain quickly, like why guys want, would use cock rings. Cause I think we kind of overlapped on that. So, you know, guys, when you, when you're thinking about your penis, you need good blood flow to your penis. And one of the problems that we often see in, in, in people struggling with erectile dysfunction is, you know, you have to get blood flow into your penis, but if blood flow leaves your penis too soon or too quickly, um, guess what? You're going to lose your erection. You want to trap the blood in your penis is really how erections work. Now, um, some people have issues with that. We call it venous leak is, is a more uh, right. medical term for it. Mm-hmm. But basically putting a cock ring on and, and – 
the, also the medical term is a constriction band. Um, it actually is able to trap that blood and prevent it from leaving your penis to give you a harder and, and stronger erection that can potentially last longer. Now, the problem is, A, you don't want to keep use a device that is metal or something that is hard because one of the things that happens is your penis can get swollen. You know, you are, if you keep it on too long. Unless you're experienced, Justin. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Unless you're experienced. Yeah. Super experienced. Now, how long, now that was my question. How long do you recommend you use a cock ring or keep it on for? Because that timing is important, right? Like you can't keep it on for for too long. At least we've seen experiences from this because if you think of a tourniquet, you know, if you tourniquet your arm or your hand, it's not a good thing. So you you can't be walking around with this thing. No. I so when you say that though, Justin, I've gone to Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco, which is a whole bunch of naked. I've been there. People. I've been there. Yeah, I've you've been seen there. this. Okay, so there are people that walk around, do a whole long walk, and actually not mm-hmm. even there, just any parade in San Francisco. There's yeah. some naked person with a metal cock ring on, and so they're wearing it for they're you know, they're moving around, but they know that cock yes, ring and they correct. know their bodies. Mm-hmm. This is not some random that just went to a sex shop and put this thing on for the first time. But I, I mean, my advice would be. You're not going to fall. Don't fall asleep in it. Make sure you're conscious for it so you can feel your body and you want to feel all the sensations. You're not numbing anything and you'll maybe have a drink or two, but like you want to be aware and be present because when we are that, then we can pay attention to our bodies and what our bodies tell us. This is too much. This needs to come off. It's changing color. It's numb. It's hurting. It's aching. It's throbbing and not in a positive way. Like, you know, we like a good throbbing. So if you're, as long as you're aware for that and you're paying attention and you're conscious for it, then you can gauge it because people can wear them for you know, sometimes a couple hours, but, but they are paying attention to their body and the people I've seen wearing it for a couple hours, they're not rock hard. They're some, they're, they're more That's a great the point. softer side. That's a great point. Yeah. Cause it's not fully not, constricting. Right. Exactly. Right. It, That's yeah. why the stretch is important and getting something with a little bit of stretch, which yeah. is why you both had, um, suggested staying away from the metal cock rings, which even the, the ones that have stretching to the max, like even our cock ring, you can get stretched. It can get stretched to the max. You could use a little bit of lube or, uh, kind of get out of your your sensual erotic zone so you're not turned on go into the shower and then and then slowly uh, release the device on your body uh, but it's true I think time is a relative is a relative thing right mm-hmm. so two hours for someone could sound like a long time 20 minutes could sound like a long time so it what I think what Amy spoke to is is a great suggestion well, and the same thing if you're so if you were giving Viagra to someone and they isn't there the thing where you, they have to go to you guys and to get the, like the blood drawn out because they took too much. And that's like, that's so usually with injections. Yeah. Usually with injections. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But this that's dangerous, right? But it's, so that, that's why you don't want to. Timing you is want everything. To, so, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Knowing and understanding proper usage for anything, there's risks and benefits. And like I said, I I prescribe my patients. Cock rings. I, I've, you know, we have distributors for that too. You know that are oh, we more got medical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so, yeah. so many cock rings, dude. We're, I should we're, send we're, you we're ours. You'll love rings. them. Hey, yeah. send, it yeah. Yeah. send it over. I need to. I can't believe I haven't already. We even have one with a remote, so you can be like, "Hey, babe." Oh shit. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but but on that note, on that note, because like there's there's so much nuance, or just kind of like, or or I don't want instructions on how to use a cock ring. I think for a lot of guys that are listening, they're probably pretty blown away that there are so much intricacies to it. So maybe this is a really dumb question, but let's say you buy a sex toy and you know, how do you know you're using it right? Like, does it come with like a manual, an instruction booklet? I don't know. Is there? I don't know. 
Absolutely. And people, I I learn (laughs) when I talk to people, when I'm out in the, in public speaking events and we're talking about sex toys, people will tell me different ways they've used our sex toys from hot octopus. They're like, Oh, I use this for edging. And I was like, I never thought about that toy for that Mm. use. Uh, So the manuals typically involve functionality more than positioning. However, there, there are wrong ways or, or things wrong, meaning dangerous where they could, they could affect you. If you inserted one of our products into your butt, that wasn't safe to use anally, that could be a danger, um, and potentially harmful to your body. However, most things it's left open for interpretation. It's like art, right? That's fun. No, that's fun. You can use that in many different ways. And that's why sex toys can be really the enhancement or the, the, the outside of your typical box of just what's on your body, even though your fingers can be an extension of, of a, a pleasure device, it's still sex toys. There are toys though, as I'm sure Amy will mention that are just not safe to put in your butt or aren't safe to use for a prostate or massage. Put on your pussy. Can you or give us put on your those. pussy? Yeah. That's important yeah. for guys to yes. know. Like what yes. are some sex toys that we should not be using or like at least for, for the rectum or, or anything like that? Well, some materials matter because the FDA does not regulate the sex toy industry. So when okay. you're buying a sex toy, this is why it's good to buy from either sex positive sex shops online or in person. Or if you can go in a store and you don't know if it's sex positive, you want to be able to like ideally feel and smell of the toy because if it smells like plastic or has a scent in general at all like chemicals if you smell chemicals yeah, chemically all. or like uh, like smells wow. like strawberries this might be harmful to the body especially for vulva owners you know we all have mucus membranes in our genitals yeah. but but like we have these really sensitive absorbent ones i mean yours are too but you know ours are a little more absorbent yeah i and, agree um, with that yeah and you could get a nice old rash from that thing because mm. if it smells like something that means it's putting out it's emitting toxins it's emitting something out of it and then you can absorb it into your body and the same would go for an anal toy too um, and you want to make sure anything anal is one not that it doesn't have a scent and it's not porous meaning that it doesn't hold in bacteria because it's the ass everyone it has bacteria yeah. so if you see, see threading or strings attaching to yeah, anal beads or rubber or jelly i would say yeah. use those once and then consider it disposable throw it away or yes. buy something that's made out of silicone stainless steel again not for cock rings uh, but, you know, high quality materials, hard ABS plastic, things like that, that are very safe for the body. And look uh, for medical grade silicone, even though it's not regulated, most folks will be honest about how they're producing the products. And you want to stay away from, right, the rubbers, the jellies, the things that look like when they have a lot of, of the, the phthalates are, are the problem, which were banned by the FDA for children's toys in the 50s. They just yeah. aren't regulating the adult toy industry because they haven't had to. And sometimes you can find nice soft toys, like soft and squishy toys that are not toxic and are high quality. But oftentimes the squishier the toy, the weirder the chemicals that made it squishy could be. But again, the best test for that, if it's squishy and you're like, I like this, is if it has a scent. If it doesn't have a scent, it's probably pretty safe. But then you can also research the company. We won't get into that. But you know, some companies really care about ethics, like Hot Octopus and other companies. And some don't give a shit. They're just trying to make money off of you. This, I, I think this is fascinating. Fascinating. Because I, I, I would bet a bunch of guys, and I'm not going to try to bad name I mean, Amazon or something like that. But I feel like they would just... They order something <laughs> yeah. cheap, cheap off the internet. It's got fast delivery. And now, you know, when you think about it, you got no idea where it's coming from. And then you're going to kind of yeah. like potentially put it in your partner and it could cause harm, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so I think that's a fascinating point. I think it's point. also interesting. We, we recently interviewed about lube and we talked about lube and, you know, the scented lubes and like the flavor lubes like are bad for your vagina, we found out. And I think a lot of them and, you know, this is a reflection of that in many ways, you know, like the the, the scented, the, the, the plasticky smell. Uh, you know, you have to be considerate because you're right. Like, as you said, Kevin said, you know, this is going somewhere where you can be impacted. Your health can be impacted. So it's, it's, it's really, really interesting. Um, well, now, and also yeah, like an yeah. air fre- this, on that, just I'll just make this quick. Yeah. Oh, would you yeah. put an air freshener on your cock or in your pussy or in your ass? You know, something Fuck that smells no. like flowers that you put, <laughs> put in the walls and Febreze maybe. I don't know. Some people might, however, it's it probably not good for you. And that well, yeah. eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, that, that, that makes, that's a great, great analogy. I, but, um, now I, we talked about some partner stuff, but there are solo sex toys for guys, um, out there. And, you know, we, we alluded to like the pussy pocket and, you know, the flashlight and all yeah, that pussy stuff. I like pussy pocket. Should we, should we talk about the flashlight? I like that. Yeah, I, I want to, I want to know more about these. Like, obviously those are popular ones. Are there things that we should look for or not look for in those products? And are there other ones that we can explore that we don't know about as men? Penis Look, owners. You all, you all are doctors. I basically have a PhD in penis sex toys. Okay. Yeah. If they gave one out, I would already have it on my wall, <laughs> totally framed because this is what we, we specialize in hot octopus. And I'm not just, this is not an, an advertisement for hot octopus by any means. Check However, out go, hot I, octopus. I don't care. Go check it out. She's yeah. got great products. Yeah. Yeah, you you can out. absolutely uh, yeah. check it out. We, just, we have a small curated yeah. line. It's I, I call it the, the Chanel of sex toys a lot of times, even though it's mm. much more affordable. And if you are turned off by Chanel, sorry for you, but <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> but you can think of it as, I don't know, Gucci, whatever the fuck you want. Okay, something nice that is curated. Uh, it's like Chanel curated. you can afford. You can, yes. <laughs> yeah, you can and afford the Chanel. It's yeah. researched and developed, and we care about, not about, we of course care about the humans using them, but we're not mass producing something and with penis toys specifically our products so we have this thing called the pulse we've actually been on the today show and i mean gq has done pieces on our products and i mean we've had so many mainstream media uh associations because of how awesome our products are that i can't even list them we've been only around since 2013 the founder there's two, but one of them has a penis and he was an avid masturbator. He loved wanking. He's British. They're both British. I'm the only American really that is over there. Um, and he loved wanking and, and was surprised to find since a young age, he was like, I love frenulum stimulation. Frenulum is one of the most sensitive parts of yes. the penis. There's about 8,000, four to it's 6,000 nerve endings. It depends on what research you read. The frenulum is the part, guys, for if you're looking at your penis while we're talking about this. It's the part that's underneath your, like where your pee hole is that connects to like that little part of the skin on the bottom part of your penis. That's kind of the frenulum. There's like a little band there. It's Continue. Like I apologize. Of the cock. Yes. Yeah. No, no, thank you. This is exactly what I was hoping uh, you would interject with. So I like to look at it because I'm a vulva owning human. I'm like, that's like the clitoris. And it makes so much sense because uh, the a lot of masturbating men, they'll use flashlights and you can stick your hard cock into uh, this soft vulva or anal looking device that looks like a, a large flashlight hence the name and you can masturbate in it and then orgasm and, and ejaculate inside of it and then uh, move on with your day uh, and 
Adam, uh, the founder of Hot Octopus, he he could not. He there was shame in that for him. He's like, I don't want to masturbate in something that looks like a pussy. I'm married. I like I love my wife's pussy, but I love frenulum stimulation. And so he was using a bullet vibrator and a sock and a rubber band for years. <laughs> and he was like, this is not what I want. So he found because he wanted focused frenulum stimulation. The only device available in the world, and he was looking all over the world, he'd go into sex shops in, in the early 2000s, the only device in the world was be, for frenulum stimulation was being used in the medical side, in Denmark specifically, and they were using this on folks with spinal cord injuries that... <laughs> People that couldn't have erections at all. And so yeah. what they were doing was they tested oscillation and oscillating devices at specific amplitudes. And at a specific amplitude, 62% of the patients tested over a five-year period could ejaculate so they could collect the specimen and implant it into their partners and they yeah. could have children. I don't know how many of those had children. That's not my fucking business. But <laughs> what I do a know them, is actually, that, yes, probably a lot of them. But what they found was not only could these folks that had spinal cord injuries, that had no use of their cocks, yeah. not only some of them found it pleasurable. Now, it wasn't talked about because it was medical. But Adam found this company, bought one of these things. It's called the Furticare. You can still buy it today. It's like 2,000 euros and yeah. still used in the on the medical side for the same purpose. Um, now there's at home for care usage, but he, we licensed this oscillating technology in our products. Now it's not. So the pulse products have this oscillating pulse plate, but what we did, Adam, since he's like this professional wanker, he, he'll love me for saying that. I'll send this to him. He'll be like, April, Thank you. I Thank love you. you. I love you. <laughs> um, but it, he designed the product. So it looks like almost like a, a glorified large taco shell. And then it has the oscillating pulse plate at the yeah. base. On the bottom, so you yeah. can use it hands free and it, you can use it flaccid to semi erect to totally erect. It can help you have multiple organs. Orgasms. Even if you have any sort of erectile issues, it helps with blood flow. And then you can mm -hmm. stroke with it if you want to use some lube so you can orgasm. And it's not like a flashlight because it doesn't look like a butt, a mouth, a, a avatar vagina, or some An sort alien. of porn the star's avatar vagina. The avatar one's been like a big seller, I think. It's a <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, avatar, avatar no 2 comment. is pretty good. Just, you know, I hear about it. I hear about it. It's great. <laughs> Justin's like, avatar. go ahead and buy that avatar It speaks vagina. to you and no, Navi no as well. It yeah. talks totally. to you and Navi. <laughs> It's like you just click your tails together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm Magic. synced in. So that's what, so this, this hot octopus, we really revolutionized penis toys. And I'm passionate about this because that's I feel awesome. like we've really changed people's lives. We've changed people's lives that don't have to pop a Cialis or a Viagra to have erections or, mm. or, and, or orgasm. Those things are not, they're not simultaneous and they're Correct. not necessarily always related to each and other. You don't have to have erections to have an orgasm, right. which I Correct. think is also very important Completely. because you don't like, we're so like hard cock centered, which I think is great. I love a good hard cock, everyone. And I think that if that's really hard for you, you can't go there, but you still want to have pleasure or ejaculate or get someone pregnant. There's so many options for you. And sex stories are a big part of that. And edging is yeah. a huge thing now too. So this can, this can take it up and take it down. If you want to learn how to edge, you can be like, whoa, 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 whoa. So that can help you, whatever. People have feelings about it. We've talked about it before, Justin, when you've been on our yes. show about yes. edging. And and I could do without it or I can live with it. But Was that when we talked about the, um, the, the blue balls? balls. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the blue balls. <laughs> Botox yes. for balls? I got a big, lot of hits. We on missed you there, Kevin, next Sorry. time, yeah. okay? Yeah. Yeah. Join us on our show. But you know what's really cool about the story you told us? And, and Kevin can attest to this because we actually have a very unique training experience at University of Miami yeah. where we have a major spinal cord center here where Kevin and I actually in our training for fertility and sexual health 
actually have worked closely with a lot of spinal cord injury patients. And we know that this vibratory, exactly what you're Peanut. saying. Yeah. Go ahead, Kev. Like we, we've fertilized guys. We've helped extract yeah, sperm. We, we, we've had guys it. who, you know, like, um, you know, they're, you know, vets who are, you know, whatever, they're, they're paralyzed, whatever, got spinal cord injuries. And yeah, you can use these either penile vibratory simulators or electro ejaculation, essentially Ooh. massaging the uh, the prostate with with some uh, you know electrical Electric. pulses. And yeah, you you know it causes ejaculation. You know, yeah. yeah. And awesome. uh, yeah. So no, did that, my pitch what... make the medical the doctors? Were you like giving me a gold star? Did a gold I get, like, star. Did, how gold many points star. do I? Okay, Five good. gold stars. Yes. Oh my god! Nailed yeah. it. But it, Nailed it's also it. a great point because a lot of guys don't think like they think female vibration, and you know they think right. about that for you know clitoral right. stimulation or things like that. But it's actually the penis as well, and a lot of spinal cord injury patients get only aroused through the vibratory sense. And, and so, you know, that is a, an extra angle of sex that maybe a lot of guys haven't explored yet and they may want to explore. So it's a really cool point that I'm glad you brought up and there's science, it's science, data driven stuff that's a real deal so that's really well cool. that's what we say where this is where science meets pleasure that's mm -hmm. sort of where hot octopus has and we have many other toys uh that are designed but we always think outside of the the proverbial box if you will meaning we don't just recreate the same sex toys over and over again we use things that are outside of the adult industry and we put them in and innovate and then we patented so you cannot find any other we license the technology from this medical device company that's still in, in business. And then we're not allowed to make medical claims because we're not a medical device company. Right. So just FYI. However, all of our research is the same research. Um, and outside of that, we have, um, we innovate beautiful products and it takes us forever. We only have 13 products in our, in our collection. However, each one is, is it's thought out researched. We use real bodies, real humans, and we care about the materials and the motors. So that's really important. And I think, and, and I think that we need the the connection with this, bringing the sex toy industry and the medical industry, take even outside of hot octopus, but in general, they need to come together and not have them these separate worlds, right? It's either health or it's pleasure. And there needs to be more conversations about the the marrying you know the and even meshing the two in some way where they work together because they work hand in hand and this Absolutely. is a big problem this is a big problem in the education system like yep. you go to you get comprehensive sex education it's all medical and like here's what not to do instead of like here's how to have an orgasm mm -hmm. and you know like take care of your body and masturbate and all these things so how can we bring them all together in a better way and a lot of sex toy companies are starting to do that there was, there was that great article our, our friend Dr. Rubin uh, wrote in New York Times about talking about maybe doctors need to start prescribing sex toys, right, Justin? Yeah, yeah. And there was this recent paper that came out by them showing that, you know, there is a role for it in, in you know, in mm -hmm. female health and sexual health. And the bottom line is sexual health is health, right? Like mm -hmm. all of you know. these things that we're talking about are important for everyone to know, because if you want to live your best satisfying, most satisfying life, you know, these are ways in which you can do that. And, and part of that, and, and what we're clearly exploring here is by using these toys, you really have a better understanding of your body. You have a better understanding of your partner's body and, and you're able to enhance that experience. You know, things you like, things you don't like, maybe you're having pain during sex and this was now being highlighted that you didn't know before, or maybe you are having some kind of ejaculatory problem, which 
maybe you weren't really trying to figure out before. And this new thing explored that. And you want to go figure out why these things are happening. A lot of the times with sexual health, both, you know, penis owners, vulva owners, it's one of those things where, you know, it's either a sign of potential health problems to come, or it's a potential health, it's a side effect of some other health problem. So, you know, there is a lot of a lot of things to consider here. And it, it, and it, it, obviously these things are very fun and we want people to enjoy themselves, but there, there is thought it's obviously you guys put a lot of thought about it. And, and that's part of your podcast too, is, you know, you're always highlighting the sexual health related stuff in sex and it shouldn't be stigmatized. These toys shouldn't be stigmatized. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just really cool that we're having this conversation and it's really fortunate that, you know, none of us give a shit. We're having this conversation. It's fun. It's not like, Ooh, like sex toys, whatever, <laughs> who gives a shit, you know? So that's well, I want to say one thing. last piece though, because I don't want to stray away from, we talked about solo pleasure with, yeah. with what hot octopus offers. And we've talked about cock rings. And I want to say that that technology though, the, with what the pulse, what I mentioned with the pulse products, um, for solo play, we also make one for couples. So it incorporates mm. vulva play. So you can use it as like a foreplay. So if you're with someone and your cock isn't responding how you want it to, maybe you have delayed ejaculation or, or maybe you want multiple orgasms, or maybe you would just want to try something new. We have something that you can wear on your, your penis. And then your partner could do some missionary style and grind on it. Then when your cock responds, however it responds, you can remove the device and go into whatever interaction you want to, or you can do like cowgirl style where the, the mm -hmm. woman's on top. Um, so we have other avenues, um, because I think that, that is the reason I switched and started working with hot octopus because of the couples, uh, that, that toy, because it saw it really helping people that hadn't had the ability to have this, the connection, body connection with their partners, because a soft cock couldn't be played with in the way they wanted to use it. Does that make sense? It can, but I'm yeah. saying people can kind of yeah. have those associations and that's the, a pulse duo. So I wanted to say that because we haven't talked about anything that could be used on a penis with a vagina that isn't basically what taking out cock? the heart. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and our products are not just for people that have spinal cord injuries. They're for any penis owner. Right. Oh, yeah. my, my partner point. loves it. My partner's yeah. like, so I had a good morning with the pulse today. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just, that's the, the benefit. Send so me anybody, that link. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. We'll see. I want, send me that you two should prescribe some hot octopus now. <laughs> just yeah. prescribe that right yeah. then you on your homework. Send me some pamphlets. You send me some pamphlets. I'll send you some samples. Just send me some addresses. I would say, I would just be stoked if I went to the doctor and they said your homework is to go home and have more pleasure and masturbate. I'd be like, you're a great doctor. Thank you for that. No, I think we both want everyone to have those sex. Yeah, you're right, Kev, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean. Well, I, can I come to you guys? Will you be my doctor? Yeah, absolutely. Well, 100%, yeah. For sure. That sounds a little proposition, a little sus right there. I like it. <laughs> I, think, listen, kind of I, I think I do want to just conclude with one final idea here because like, you know, this idea of being approachable in a relationship, I, I, we, we mentioned it before as an enhancement, but, you know, obviously, you know, we've discussed all these great ways in which sex toys can be used, the different kinds of sex toys, but, you know, if it's either, you know, so, and we have, we have, you know, Volvo owner listeners as well. So, you know, right. can you give us a final recommendation for, for, you know, in these couples, if you're a guy or if you're a girl, you know, how you approach your partner in a way that's, you know, not intimidating, 
or not stigmatizing so that everyone can get involved in, you know, some kind of couple sex toy. If you don't use this, I'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) Ow! Fuck you. So I would, one one suggestion I have is I list, so it could be because they're listening right now if they're hearing this. So I listened to a podcast or I went to a sex shop or I talked to a friend and I learned this. I learned about these kinds of toys and how sex or how toys could be a bonus in the bedroom and they can actually like, you know, enhance things. We don't have to use it all the time, but I really would like to try that. What do you think about it? Are you into going to a sex shop together to learn about them? Will you listen to this podcast that I just listened to? You know, we're, we're essentially saying, I, I know about this. I'm interested. We're, I'm here, or it's like, here's my fantasy, but it's not, this, sex toys aren't always a fantasy. It's just, I want to try this thing. So I'm interested in this. Are you not, you have to do it with me, but are you open to exploring that as a bonus that could just make things hotter? And it doesn't mean that there's a problem here, but you don't have to like end with this part, but you're just basically, you know, it's saying that you want to have the shared experience. And I think here's one thing about sex and relationships that we often say at shameless sex. When you're proposing something to someone, if you propose it as a problem, then we might have a problem in a defensive person. Mm-hmm. But if we're coming into it saying, I'm proposing this to you because I want to have all of the connection. The connection is already great, but how can we make it even greater? Even more fabulous and more connected and more juicy and more orgasmic. And here's what I'd like mm. to try. Are you into it? And what are you into as well? I like that. And April's like, and no. I'll take them we're, all. We're breaking up. I <laughs> want, yeah. If you don't do this, we're out. Yeah. No, she would say that. I would never thing. say that. No, she would never. Uh, and I think that, Amy, yes. I think that the shit sandwich, as I call it, <laughs> shit sandwich. Uh, you know, where, where you put the compliments, the shit's in the middle, yeah. but the compliments are the yeah. bread yeah. of the sandwich. Yeah. No one, no one, I'm not condoning eating the, shit, the but shit. I'm saying like you sometimes eat the shit because you need to like, you need to flood everything if you want something to happen sometimes. You just and made my proposal sound like shit, bro. <laughs> what? What? The shit sandwich is the formula where you give a compliment followed by the word and followed by the request, which is essentially what I did. And April- oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make your thing. Like- I, think- I thought it was perfect. I was like, this is a shit sandwich. I know that. Just one. don't tell your partner it's a shit sandwich when you no. say it to them. It's right. a compliment sandwich. You no can call it a compliment sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go. but that's already trademarked. Or just call it. Bye. Do you want to try some sex toys or what? <laughs> Stephen Covey, I think, from the Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, talked about the the compliment sandwich, and it works. It works every really time. really well. I yeah, think it right? will work. I have no idea. Yes. <laughs> like, hey, we're doing things great, but I need some deep anal fisting, and I love you. <laughs> Are you into it? You can always end with "I love you." I think it's going to work. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's going to work. Yeah, because the worthiness thing is is a real thing. So it's you know like if you the reassurance thing, and you can make it really simple. It's not like you're great, you're wonderful. Don't worry, there's nothing wrong. You know, just I love you, and I love the sex we have, and I would also love to try this. Are you open to it? Just, Perfect. There wasn't even shit in there. I would have been like, no, okay, that was great, just positive vibes. That was just, right. just positive vibes right there. But um, yeah. all right, this was this was amazing. Um, this was awesome. Really appreciate you guys coming on. Where can our listeners find you? How do they contact you? Obviously, you guys are the best in the business. You're awesome uh-huh. podcasters. Tell tell our listeners though if they haven't heard of you, where they can where they can find you. April's number is 555 <laughs> 24/7, call me up. Uh, so we're Shameless Sex and we are on any any platform that you want to listen to podcasts on as Shameless Sex and we are Instagram, TikTok, which we've been taken down a few times so we don't have a lot of followers because it always we changes do on instagram 
we do on Instagram, yeah. but it's funny because they just flag the shit out of us. And so it's Shameless Sex Podcast on those platforms. We actually have a book that will be out November 2023 called Shameless Sex as well. And awesome. we're really excited about excited that. It's that. um it's helping folks unlock their ultimate pleasure potential, but not even potential because everyone's pleasure can be found within. It's 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 an incredible book that's been our um life's like just a passion and yes we yeah. put every ounce of our our souls into that so um yeah and other than that you can follow amy um five, and five, five, she five, lives five. at <laughs> five 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 my social security number is five, yes five, five. um and her credit score is seven hundred ninety thousand. Yeah. that's, uh, that's and pretty then, good and if yeah, you if you're right. hearing this and you want to learn more about our book because you know don't know, you don't know if it's out or they, I don't know because this is like maybe an evergreen product uh, go to shamelesssex.com you can learn more about us there and it'll be on our social media as well and our podcast we do I don't know if you said this already but weekly episodes I didn't 2017 say. yes every so. Tuesday we drop and, a new episode and Dr Doobie's been on there a couple times I know now we have yep. to have and Dr Chu that was, an, yeah. that was well. an excellent episode the one yeah. with Dr Doobie oh yeah, yeah. We, we, we've, we've had two we've They're had two both now big, so you have to come back and tag team Shameless Sex yeah we'll do it. Tell your wife first and see if you get permission. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring the sex toys and so will April, obviously. You guys can bring the pop rings. Yeah, there you go. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, to our listeners, as always, thanks for listening. You can find our podcast also on any podcasting platform. Download, subscribe, give us a review, five stars, comment all you'd like. That's always appreciated. Kev, we are also on the Man Up Pod for all of our Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, we're on YouTube. Subscribe there as well. Kevin, what's our website? The uh, website is www.themanuppod.com. All right. For Amy, April, and Kevin, thanks again for listening. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bon voyage.